listen to the voice of survival podcast every other friday right here on the journey into comics network journeyintocomics.com the following is a journey into comics network production this is a podcast for the ladies. Yeah, yay. But fellas, listen closely. You don't always have to fuck her hard. In fact, sometimes that's not right to do. Sometimes you got to make some love. Fucking give her some smoochies too. Sometimes you got to squeeze. Sometimes you got to say please. Sometimes you got to say hey. I'm gonna fuck you softly. I'm gonna screw you gently. I'm gonna hump you sweetly. I'll fucking ball you discreetly. And then you say hey, I bought you flowers. And then you say, wait a minute, Sally, I think I got something in my teeth. Could you get it out for me? That's fucking teamwork. What's your favorite position? That's cool with me. It's not my favorite, but I'll do it for you. What's your favorite dish? I'm not going to cook it, but I'll order it from Zanzibar. And then I'm going to love you completely. But then I'll fucking fuck you discreetly And then I'm gonna bone you completely But then I'm gonna fuck you hard 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 We're gonna fuck the sodomites in the... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Podcastrophy. I am your host, Dick, and this is my co-host, Tyler. How you oh, doing, Tyler? Hello. Uh, has anyone ever told you that you're the songbird of your generation? No. You just sounded like a combination of Jesus and Fergie. Oh my God. And I may or may not be erect. I'm all jittery. I'm not used to singing. I know. That's the first time I've heard you sing. Oh my God. Oh my God. And I don't, I don't know if I'm just like... Like salivating and like my my body is producing extra fluid or it's just my ears are bleeding. I really don't know. Oh, fuck. I don't know how to take that. Um, but yeah, today is Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's it's, Day. It's Valentine's Day. Uh, it, it, it's crazy that episode 25 ha- just happened to fall on this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time like the audio listeners listen to this, it won't be Valentine's Day, obviously. But uh, they'll get to look back and be like, whoa, they had a, a, a good a good time. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. 
Yeah, the, um, this last weekend, uh, our our good friend Joe and I went to Fort Wayne, Sweetwater, and we just kept uh, every chance we got or any time like we were gonna say, "Oh hell yeah!" Like, "Oh hell yeah, man!" Well, that it, that was a trip. Unfortunately, I couldn't. Uh, I really attend. wish you could have. I mean, um, it's just an excuse for you and I to go by ourselves. Honestly, yeah. Although I spent enough time there that night that I was like, "Ugh, I'm but, done." But now it's like you can take me up there because I've never been there. Uh-huh. And then it's like, "Oh, dude, come over here and look at all this shit." And then come over here and look at all this. Oh, shit. Oh, just wait. Go over there and look um, at all that shit. And right. I'm like, "Oh my god, there's shit everywhere." <laughs> uh, just wait because. <coughs> In June uh, is Sweetwater Gear Fest. Yeah, and you were telling me a little bit about that, yeah. and I definitely want to check that out. That'll be the next time I'm up there. Cool. Uh, and I, I will definitely take you or whoever and and or whoever else wants to go. I think Joe said he'll go. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, Gear Fest, it's awesome. All the all the vendors and different companies come and show off their fucking products, and there's tons of like seminars and um, gear demos, and there's there's people from the industry there. Uh, like last year I met Glenn Fricker from SMG studios and uh, I follow his YouTube channel. I'm a big fan of his, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. I went up alone, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Well, the, the good thing about doing stuff like that alone is it's, it's, I think it's, uh, how do I want to put it? It's more of a, uh, like down to earth experience because it, it can be because yeah. what what you're doing is not modeled by either having to cater to anybody else or make sure that anybody else because I'm I'm the type of person that if I take somebody somewhere, especially if they've never been, I want to go out of my way to make sure that they're enjoying something that I'm also super enjoying, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and at times that can be very draining and not. Uh, not fruitful you know we, we've all yeah. tried to introduce our friends to shit and they're just like I'm, I'm not into this bro boy i took joe up there and he was just like in awe well joe joe's somebody who's musically inclined yeah, and, that, that and, and actually has you know a reason to go up there uh-huh yeah he was just in complete awe like we saw like i sh- i told him we were still on the interstate we were, mm-hmm. like once you get up there there's like a five minute jaunt on the interstate okay. to get there and I, we were about to hit our exit, and I, I said, oh, hey, look, there it is. And I pointed at that. He's like, damn. And then we got off the road. We got off the interstate and got closer to it, and he's like, holy shit, this place is fucking huge. Well, especially for him, you know, his oh, family yeah. owns the music store, which is not, I mean, in comparison to most of the big franchises places, it's very small. Yeah. So, you know, you go into 10 guitar centers in your life, and they're all the same. They're all laid out the same. They've all got the same shit. Mm-hmm. And then I've obviously never been in Sweetwater, so I can't comment about that. But it's, it's I have been really in, cool. in things that are similar. Like so, they have the store portion of it, which is pretty big, about the size of your typical guitar center. Okay, but there's way more. Like for one, they're the entire. They've got a giant warehouse with everything that they have on their website is in that web. In oh, that's Webhouse cool. warehouse, um, and. Well, uh, so then they have there, there's an actual recording studio in there. Oh, that's cool. And there's places for uh, there's a whole first of all before I even get into more of that shit. There's a whole cafeteria. Really? Like with so they've several, got their own fucking food court. Oh yeah, we went in there and they were having a birth like somebody was having a birthday party for like their kid. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest shit, but like 
yeah, it, it was cool. Um, hey, man, you coming to the Quinceanera? It, it's kind of like night? our cafeteria at work. Yeah, like, we're having it at Sweetwater, the music yeah. store. Uh, yeah, we, but uh, <laughs> but the, the, their cafeteria is like ours at work, where there's like several different places you can get different types of foods from. Uh, there's a there's a drinking fountain court. Um, a bubbler court? A bubbler court, yeah. bubbler court. Oh, there's a bubbler court up there, and that's pretty close up north to, you know, yeah, the, great, yeah. the great north. Oh, yeah. Um, Ooh. There, the, uh, there's like an arcade area. God damn. There, they, they had a, a putt-putt green. Hell yeah. <laughs> there's so much there. And on top of that, there's like places for people to take classes. Is there a place I can take a nap? More than likely. Hell yeah. More than likely. Uh, Sometimes you just got to get a good nap in. It's just absolutely huge, and the people there are so, so knowledgeable. So it's the opposite of every experience I've ever had inside of a guitar center. Yes. Okay. For the most part, So, real quick, my cousin, Sean, out in California, has been involved in the guitar center franchise for a long time. Mm -hmm. Was like a GM or a district manager for a lot of years. And uh, I have never, other than dealing with him, you know, I have never had a good experience in the Guitar Center. I, I mean, and I'm a music idiot. Yeah. I am not, I can't play an instrument. I can play the piano a little bit, but I'm not, not musically, not artistically inclined any way, shape, or form. And I know more than most Guitar Center employees. <laughs> so, which is really, really sad. There, there's a Jared Dines video where he's like, um, he's, he's, He's uh, portraying a Guitar Center employee. Mm-hmm. He's like, what, it, like what you have to deal with when you guitar, go into Guitar Center, and like, he's like, oh yeah, let me transfer you to this department. And they they transfer. Oh yeah, let me transfer you to this department. Oh, mm-hmm. tra- there's like five different. It's just fucking, a never ending transfer. Yeah, and then there's like, uh, like oh yeah, we we can. You should buy this. I know you want that, but you should buy this. And it's like this five thousand dollar guitar. Right. Uh, it's like, um, what's a kapoo? <laughs> capo right have, have you we were having a sale on capoos <laughs> it's, it's a funny ass video i liked it i'll have to check it they, out they they went to this place this local music store called the music store and uh they, they let them film in there um they actually eventually had to uh change the name of the video to i can't remember what they changed it to like music store employees because guitar center threw a fit i don't think they threw a fit but i think they just didn't want it to catch flack for it or something like that i don't know it's been a while it's been about a year or so Mm. since that video or since the last time i saw that video right um but now sweetwater i okay so i had this this most recent visit i had uh one employee that was like kind of an idiot Mm -hmm. well there's always one no matter where you go there's always one i got a new toy we're looking at it right now i'm not gonna the camera can't see it but uh, I got a Behringer X-Touch, which is a, um external control surface. Basically, it helps me. Uh, it gives me, like, a physical thing to, you know, mess around with the faders and stuff like that on my uh, DAW, which is Reaper. And so I, I just asked. I was I was staring at this thing. Guy came in. He's like, hey, can I help? Do you guys need any help? <laughs> we had, like, a million people ask us if we needed help or anything. And occasionally I'd be like, yeah, um, what, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I run a podcast. Um, I, what, my, I asked about mics. I, uh, yeah, and then I asked about this thing. And I was like, yeah, um, I run Reaper. Is that, is that going to be a good – is, is it going to be a good match? 
And he's like, oh, yeah, I think Behringer owns Reaper. And in my head, I'm like, no, they don't. Fuck off. Okay, we're, we're, I'm done with this guy. But he just kept talking to me, and I kept humoring him. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, really? I didn't, I didn't know that. Behringer, oh. as far as I know, does not own Reaper, which Reaper is a product of Kakos. The more you know. The more you know. I don't think Behringer owns Kakos. He's like, oh, yeah, they work really well with Reaper. Okay. All right, dude. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, enough about Sweetwater. This is a Valentine's Day episode. Uh, this is going to be a shorter episode as we don't really want I, – I don't want to keep Tyler from his wife too long tonight. Uh, my girlfriend, Miranda, she's coming over with her children. And yeah, I don't want to keep you from your pseudo family. <laughs> my, my, well, they're not pseudo. They're, 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 it's not officially your family. It's not yet. officially my family, but, you know, I feel like it I, is. I, and, you know, I'm not taking anything away from that. Good, on, good. Legally and on paper, it is not your family No, it yet. is not. I can't wait for it to be, though. I'm excited I told for you, that day, too. I told you the other day, I was like, I'm going to marry this girl. I told you we should go on, uh, you should have a destination wedding so yeah. I get to go on vacation. She would love that. But I just don't think it's feasible, well, I think and I kind of, I kind of want bitch. my wedding to be here in town, locally, so people can actually come. Well, no, that's why you go have the wedding—a really low-key, like personal experience. I don't want that. And then you have a a, a fucking rager when you get back in oh, town. Oh yeah, I want that for sure. Well, yeah, but I don't want like a super small personal wedding. I kind of want like at least thirty, forty people there, maybe fifty. All I gotta do is buy a plane ticket. Yeah, but I don't want to hassle people with that. I want people to feel it's a convenience to go to my wedding. That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. I wanted people to view my wedding as an inconvenience and not as many people <laughs> go. So <laughs> stay away. There's a plague. Oh, my God. So on my way home, I just got a, I stopped and got gas. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop. I... I still, I know, I still have a ton of beer at home, but I'm just gonna stop at the liquor store anyway, see what they, see what they have, and maybe get some more antihero. Mm-hmm. I go in there and I'm just looking. I look at the, I look at the 450 North stuff first. They still have Starburst and they have uh, uh this other thing. I think this is at 350 Liquors. Yes. Okay. They have Starburst. That's the which, one I don't like. <sighs> Starburst. No, no, no. 350 Liquors. I like 350. I liquors. like the, I like uh the Barberries that's down the street, the bigger one. Really, the newer one. See, see, part I'm not of the, a fan of them. Part of the reason I like that one is when it first opened in high school, there was a uh, Indian guy that worked in there that sold me beer when I was underage. Yeah. So I started to get uh, kind of a uh, uh, a rep with this place. Okay. So all throughout my underage years, I could go in there and buy beer because I thought I was like 28 years old when I was like 16. <laughs> but uh, so I was always the dude that bought beer for parties and shit. But uh, he got fired because of me going in there and buying <laughs> beer, I think. You ruined his life. I ruined, well, I ruined his uh, liquor store career. Yeah. But uh, I, I just, for what I buy, they have, so th- part of the reason I don't like 350 Liquors is the beer that I primarily drink, Takati, um, they only have it in bottles. And okay. I'm very anal about beers being consumed a certain way. PBR should not be drank out of a bottle. Takati should not be drank out of a bottle. That no. shit should be fucking drank straight out of the can. The aluminum and the rat shit and all the stuff. <laughs> it's a part of the heritage. Yeah. And that's uh, it, just, that's how it goes best for me. I I think there's certain beers that taste different. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like a lot of beers on tap. 
I because prefer, of all the extra carbonation. Yeah, I prefer Budweiser out of a bottle. I see, Budweiser is one of the ones that I I'm I'm a can dude. I I do Budweiser is probably my favorite beer to drink on tap because the extra carbonation just makes me feel yeah. that much more shit faced. But so I go to 350 Liquors today, and I'm just go I'm mostly just going in there just to see what 450 stuff they have. So they regularly have a large amount of 450 stuff. I wouldn't say a large amount, but they have 450 items, products. Which I have seen nowhere else, so okay. maybe I'll go check that um, out. So I go in there. They they have Starburst, which is not bad, but it's not my favorite. Would I like it? Mm, probably not. Going off of everything that I've had from 450 North, probably I've not. loved. Probably not. It's more, like, uh, it's, more, it's more of an IPA. Okay. Um... They had that and another one, which I can't remember what it was called, but I was like, it, it's, it was a, uh, can't remember what they, what it was called or what kind of beer it was, but I, I immediately recognized the, like what kind of beer it was. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to like that. So I just moved on and I, I started going over to the anti-hero and I just happened to, out of the corner of my eye, glance over and I see a whole row, a whole row of, uh, six packs of zombie dust. How many did you buy? I bought one. One six pack and a six pack of anti hero. Okay. Um, I've had a lot of luck with zombie dust lately because about a month ago, um, we were we the the night we recorded uh the Cards Against Humanity episode, mm-hmm. the the one with Austin. Um, my girlfriend Miranda, uh, she I I asked her if she could pick pick up some beer when she got off work. Uh, so she went over, I thought, I assumed she was going to go to 350 Liquors because it's literally right beside where she works. Right. Um, yeah, she could walk there. She could have. Instead, she went to Barberry because she, I don't, I don't know what, for whatever reason, she went to Barberry. It is a nicer liquor store <sighs> as far as the, I don't like, I see, I've been in there and I, I didn't like the selection of craft beer. So I stopped going there. Uh, but she went in there and she's like, what do you want? I was like, well. I uh, would like uh, some Antihero and Floyd Division, Floyd Division Four, if they have it. Okay. And so she goes, they don't, they don't have either of them. I'm like, oh fuck. And I was like, where did you go? She's like, Barberry. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I, why didn't you go to 350? Because who's Tom Goley? Do you know Tom Goley? Hi, hi Tom Goley. Uh, Barberry just sounds more girly. Ha. Huh. Anyway, uh, so. Um, she goes to, I was like, why didn't she go to 350? It's like literally right beside. She, she considered that backtracking. <laughs> She's like, I, w- I didn't want to go there and then have to go back. I'm like, you literally work right beside it. Whatever. Anyway, so she's she's like, they have zombie dust. And I'm like, get it. Get it. <laughs> Buy it all. She, she says they have like three to four cases of it. Jesus Christ. And I'm like, cases? Holy shit. Did she mean six packs? Yeah, she meant six packs. Because I've heard, I've heard you recount stories to me where she says there's cases of uh, zombie dust, and it's like there's six packs. But there's a I, there's a difference. So she, I was like, yeah, go ahead, get get one, get at least a six or get a case. I'll pay you back. She's like, no, I I, I can only get a six pack. So I was like, okay, that's fine, that's fine. Real quick, I love Tom Goley's co- uh, comment. Get a new girlfriend if she doesn't know where you get your hipster beer. Or where to get your hipster beer. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah. Um, so she gets it for me. 
And then, like, later that night, I was like, I still want the anti-hero. I still want the Floyd division. Did you go out? So we went back, and I was, and before we even got to 350, I was like, well, she bought a, a six-pack. I wonder if they still have any. Uh-huh. So, because if, if so, I'll go in there. Because most places, they'll only let you buy one six-pack per person. Right. So I went in there, and I saw a whole row of zombie dust. And I'm like, hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. So I, I, I picked up a case. I went to the back, see what else they had. Uh, was I didn't see anything. So before I get to the cash register, I'm like, I'm going to try it. I grabbed another six-pack. So I tried getting two. They let you buy it? They did. She's like, she said, the, the cash register lady, she's like, I don't know. Should I, should I let you get two? And I'm like, that's up to you. I'm not going to be mad if you say no because you're just doing your job. But I'm still going to try it. <laughs> She's like, well, normally I don't, and I'm not supposed to, but whatever. <laughs> like, you still got plenty over there. Good job, liquor store lady. So I got it. I got it. Got in the car. We still went to 350 Liquors because I wanted the anti-hero in Floyd Division. Did you buy more zombie dust there? No, they didn't have it there. Oh, shit. Uh, they had it in Bombers. Or not Bombers, but single six or single bottles. Um, but yeah, I went ahead and bought the Floyd Division and anti-hero and... Uh, that was, that was the night that I got uh, the Starburst from 450 North, as mm-hmm. uh, because so I, I was like, oh, I like 450 North. I'm gonna give this a try. I actually texted Nick, Nick Max and a Bruise with dudes. Um, I went ahead. I texted him. I was like, hey, would I like this? He goes, I can see you liking that. So I'm like, okay, I'll get it. So I got it. Got all that. I ended up spending like 60 bucks on beer that night, which isn't hard to do. No, I mean, especially I mean, I have most of it still here. Uh, that's why, so today when I saw the zombie dust, I'm like, eh, fuck it. I'll just go ahead and get it. I mean, I have a fuck ton of it still at home, but whatever. Right. But who, who knows when I'll be able to get a chance like this again. So, right. cause I, I don't go to liquor stores that often. I can honestly yeah. say I haven't been in a liquor store since maybe September. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't drink at home. I typically don't, but my, today I was my, like, fuck it. Well, my, I mean, my wife and I will have uh, some wine. In the summer, now, the one caveat to me saying I don't drink at home, during the summertime, I cook a lot of meat on my smoker, and uh, I'm outside, especially on my deck, all day long. And if I'm outside smoking something, I will get absolutely shit plowed. Yeah. And then everyone will consume this glorious feast that I've created, and I won't even be hungry because I'm so drunk. But that's not a bad way to spend the summertime. Hell no, it's not. So, uh, and, you know, I have a beer fridge now that's completely empty. Mostly due to the fact that the winter and my garage weren't very kind to it. So I got to do some tinkering with it. To, I got to get one of those refrigerator insulators that bolts to the bottom and then keeps the compressor warm enough to actually run the refrigerator during the wintertime. Yeah. But, uh. That beer fridge will be stocked this summer. Awesome. But thank you, Nate. Nate Phillips. <laughs> he keeps saying congrats on it. I'm guessing for our 25th episode. We were gonna get to your comments, Podfather. <laughs> it was just gonna take a minute. Yeah. We, we were on a, a segue tangent thing. Mr. Nate Phillips says congrats. 
I'm assuming on episode 25. I like he, how he said it too, because when I when I read his last comment there, I'm reading it in my voice. Yeah, he says, "Congrats, you fucks. Do you see this? Because that's that's <laughs> that 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 you fucks is something I that I say of, all the time. Same here. I I say it quite frequently, especially at work. Um, Fat and piece of shit are probably the two <laughs> things that you and I say the most. Hey Baxter, you piece of shit. Fat piece of shit. Fat piece of shit. <laughs> see, my cat's not that fat, but he is. Well, see, it's not even the fa- like. I-, I totally agree with you. He's got a very small frame, but his gut is almost dragging the ground. Yes. So yes. It- it's not it even is, that he's he fat. It's just that it's it's like he didn't balloon out. It's just it hangs. Yeah, he's got the <laughs> the the pimp hang. That's what I'm gonna call it. That's what I'm coining the phrase. Hell pimp yeah. hang. So. Ah. This is a Valentine's Day episode. We're talking about fat cats. We're talking about beer. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about music stores. talking about music stores. Before we get into Valentine's Day, real quick, I do want to say a or send a, a, a short, sad message in some form to the uh, Florida community right now because uh, just yeah. a couple hours ago, there was a school shooting at a high school uh, in a town just north of Miami. Uh, many people wounded. Uh, they're saying around 20 people uh, oh, wow. sadly killed. Um, this is tragic. And uh, I don't watch the news very often. I don't look at the news on my phone. I try, I've try. i tried to uh, really turn myself off from mainstream news. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't even watch our local news most of the time. Um, and I just happened to catch it when I got home from work right away. And, uh, it's really sad. Shit like this shouldn't happen. You know, whatever your stance on gun control is, whatever your stance on mental health is, the the root of this problem is not one thing. And it's, it's just, it's, it's fucked up. It is. For someone to walk into a school and shoot teenage kids. Right. It's fucked up. And, you know, I, I said it a little bit ago before we, when you told me this before we started, um, you know, this go, this goes out to all the people that were like all hitting up, hitting on Obama and saying it was a government conspiracy like Sandy Hook and shit. Sandy Hook. Oh, it's a government conspiracy. They're, they're just trying to tighten that's, gun control laws. That's and, not entirely unwarranted, but I don't disagree with you. See, and, and this happens under the Trump presidency. It happens. This, under, this it, isn't a, this isn't like. Against any certain presidency, I'm not. I'm not trying to advocate one or the other. I'm just saying, hey, quit looking at this as a government conspiracy or saying, or oh, thanks Obama, this wouldn't have happened under a Republican. Well, well guess what? It just did. Here's the sad thing. It has nothing to do with that. It's fucking psychos. This this is a case of somebody who is extremely um, off mentally, yeah. and the sad thing is that. Our government sees this. The media feeds off of it. The government feeds off of it to lobby and and push whatever agenda they want to push. For anyone to say our government isn't capable of doing something like that is naive because there's not a a major world power in the world that is not full of people that walk – like people that walked into that school and shot those kids today. They're pushing an agenda. All they care about is their agenda. But – I didn't want to get into politics. I just wanted to send. Yeah, you know, I, get, I get you. I just had to say something. Right. No, I don't. I, and like, I, like I said, I don't disagree with you, but I, there's caveats big, to everything. Yeah, there is. And, you know, like, 
I'm not saying it's impossible, but like I'm just not a big believer in conspiracies. No, I feel you. I'm not. I don't. As as much as people are like, oh yeah, the government, the government conspired and did all this. They plotted this, and it's all them. And I'm like, I just, I I can. I don't think it's impossible, but I just really think you're reaching. Some a lot of people have a tendency to reach. It's not impossible. It's highly improbable to the most regular people. So, but uh, yeah, I just I just wanted to say something real quick because it's yeah. it's, it's a tragedy. Uh huh. And it's unfortunately it's something that you and I, being in our <clears throat> late twenties, we're gonna have to experience this for the rest of our lives. And it, it, as a parent, and you know, you with Miranda's kids, and eventually your own kids, it's mm. something that we're gonna that we have to think about as parents. It is because it it's is. no matter where you're at, it's it's a real thing. It is so for sure. But um, going into the Valentine's yeah. cast, uh, my wife kindly, I'm gonna stand up and show it for everybody on the Facebook uh, feed. My wife got me a T-shirt, and I told you when I first showed it to you. My wife has like been on her A game the last six months. Uh huh. Star Wars is obviously one of my favorite things in the world, but she has found at Target of all places just a badass line of T-shirts that they release every so often, and they're really cool things. So the first one she got me was like Boba Fett, and it was all eighties out. Yeah, yeah. So it was like really vibrant and had all the really weird neon colors from the eighties. And then the one that she got me uh, for Valentine's Day is a Stormtrooper and all kinds of Empire stuff, but it's in the style of Van Van Gogh's Starry Night. So I'll I'll stand up and show that to the group chat. But, you know, and and the cool thing, these t-shirts are not expensive. And you know how expensive t-shirts can get. You know, there's people out there paying, well, there's people out there that are paying $50 for t-shirts. Yeah. That's just stupid. That's like concert prices. Right. But it makes it even cooler that, you know, it was cheap and my wife knows that I love Star Wars and she went out of her way to find it. So, but I'll stand up and show everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- that shirt's awesome. Uh, my girlfriend, she's been pretty on point getting shit too. Like, I wouldn't say she's on point getting things that I like love and she knows exactly. I mean, she does a really good job of that, but like just the fact that she does it. Yeah, she she has gone out of the out of her way to get you a lot of stuff uh-huh. the and last she, and, couple months. And on top of that, she like she does things like uh she'll she'll cook for events and stuff. And mm-hmm. she she'll bake and cook for events. Like she makes the most amazing buffalo dip, which we got to all experience on the drunk catastrophe. My wife also makes it, so that's yeah. something that we eat in our household regularly. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, my girlfriend, she got me a really awesome uh, gym bag, and which I've, I've needed desperately for a while, uh, and a bunch of different uh, miscellaneous, like, like Powerade and shit like that, which, you know, like, little things like that. But And she does this not just for special occasions. She does this on just, just to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, when I got Monster Hunter... She she made me like a weekend survival. Yeah, she kit. did the little care package. Yeah, thing. a little weekend survival care package. Like that had like chips and muffins and uh, a Powerade. some Powerade and Red Bull and it, it was just, it's just like the little sentiment sentimental stuff. You know, I love it. I love what she does. She does an awesome job. Um, but yeah, uh, so going in going into the Valentine shit. Talk about your wife. Let's let's hear about your loved. The one you love, the one you decide to spend the rest of your life with. Are we, are we going all the way back to the beginning? 
if you want. I, I mean, I can condense it. You uh, condense it. And I want to know. I want to know uh, at what point were you like, I'm gonna marry this girl. Like, what led you to that decision? And yeah. Okay. Um, I met my wife my senior year of high school. The first day of school, I'm sitting in what was uh, what is called Mav TV. So it's the broadcasting news media class for the school, and they have like a full news team and and do all the uh, sports editing and and all the cool shit for the school. And like every Friday, we had like a newscast that we would do during the day, mm-hmm. and uh, it, I had wanted to do that class since I was a freshman, and I you can't you can't you. You weren't allowed to do it until you were at least a junior, and then my schedule never lined up. You know, I was in AP everything, so I was trying to prepare myself for college, uh-huh. and uh, I hated school anyway, so I never had time. And then I, I, my senior year, I, I had moved my schedule around to where I just had basically six of the eight hours that I was there where I just got to fuck off. Yeah. And uh, whether it, whether times. that was the intention or not, that's what I was doing, was just fucking off. But I I got into Mav TV and I'm sitting in class and I'm talking to people and there was a lot of underclassmen in that in uh, that class period that I had and it was a couple hour long class so we were with these people for a long time every day but I'm sitting there and I'm talking to people I I was very personable in high school I talked to everybody I was also a little bit of a bully mm-hmm. so we got disconnected oh boy but um, so. I'm sitting there talking to somebody, and the bell hasn't rang yet. And all of a sudden, this this little four foot eleven girl walks into class, and she's got like cheerleading stuff on, like a cheerleading jacket, because mm-hmm. it was ice cold for her, I guess, in the school. And I'm like, "Who the hell is that?" And I'm just, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm interested." But at the time, I had a girlfriend, so. Over the course of the next six months, I get to know uh, the young girl who is now my wife. Uh, she had a boyfriend. I had many girlfriends in that six months. And uh, over that six-month time, I, I convinced her to leave her boyfriend and come to the dark side, which which was me. And uh, I embody the dark side. <laughs> sadly enough... For her, anyway, she has been with me ever since. We started dating, and it's it's actually really funny. Uh, right before Christmas break, so December 18th of 2009, uh, I wrote her a poem. Uh, because at the time, I really wanted to get into uh, writing, and that's what I was going to go to college for. So I wrote her a poem, uh, basically asking her to be my girlfriend. And she read that poem, and she looked at me with, like, this really blank, like, scared face. And she's like, <laughs> oh, that's cool. And I I was just crushed. But so she read the poem, and she didn't understand it. It right over top. <laughs> didn't, didn't get it. Like, well, the, the class had two teachers. So one of the teachers, it was one of those classes where we were really close with the teachers. Yeah, yeah. You know, they would let us, like, leave and go get food, and then we would come back, and they'd be like, you're not supposed to leave, you know? Yeah. But Wink, wink, wink. wink. Yep. So she walks over, and I was like, 
I I wrote her this and she didn't understand it. And uh, mind you, Skylar's still sitting there. Yeah. And I handed it to her and my teacher read it and she's like, "Oh my god, this is so nice." And she looks at Skylar and she looks at me. And she looks at Skylar and she looks at me and she handed me the poem back and then she just walked away. And I was like, <laughs> I was like mortified again. I I like I don't know what to do. So uh all all those many years ago, we've we've stuck together through all the difficult and that's awesome i mean that was damn near 10 years ago mm-hmm. i mean yep yeah she thanks to her i got to go to five proms <laughs> i went she was a freshman no she so she was a sophomore when we started okay. okay so i went to three proms with her and then i had also been to two proms previous to that mm-hmm. so five total proms i'm an i'm a prom expert i don't ever want to go to another one Hopefully I, good, I don't. I was good after my... I, I only went to my senior prom. You lucky bastard. It was on the Madam Carol, which is this... Uh, you know what the Madam Carol is? Yeah, I know is? what the Madam okay, Carol is. Okay, for those listening that don't know what the Madam Carol is, uh, the Madam Carol is a, a big-ass boat that goes on Lake Freeman, It's It's like an old uh, wheelboat type. Yeah, it's on Lake Freeman or Schaefer, whichever one of the fucking lakes up in uh, Monticello, Monticello, Indiana... And it just takes people out. It's got a it's got a ballroom floor. It's like a party boat. It's it's a party boat. It's a giant party boat. It's really classy. Uh, it's people, a giant historical party boat. Yes. And we had our prom on that boat. I'm and surprised. That was really cool. You're a year older than me, but I'm surprised that in our lifetime that a school would allow that. Because how many people could have fallen overboard and drowned? Right. You know, like we're right. in the eight, we're in the age where we have to have a waiver, and uh, you know that kind of shit for everything now. Mm-hmm. Our all the proms that I well three or four of the five proms that I went to were in uh, the press box at Ross Eight Stadium for oh, Purdue. That, that's neat. So it was a really cool setup. I mean, prom's one of those high school experiences that everyone should have, mm-hmm. and uh, unfortunately, I had five of them. So. <laughs> Yeah, my next the next prom I went to was uh so six years ago I was engaged. Right. Uh I went to her senior prom with her. Okay. And that, that was the next time I went to prom. And so I went to Jeff High School prom. Not fun. No. And be upon entering, upon entering the building, I was immediately like, Hey, we've got word that you uh you've been drinking. I mean, I was twenty at the time. Right. We we've got word. Uh, we we got a tip off that you have been tipping. Have been have been tipping. Have been drinking. Uh, and I'm like, really? No one here knows me but my fiance. Literally, they no breathalyze one. you. No, they're like, uh, have you been drinking? I'm like, no, sir. I am twenty years old. Yeah, at all McCutcheon proms, they breathalyze you before they'll let you in. <sighs> But we're all, you know, McCutcheon was the first school in the nation to mandatorily drug test athletes and people who really? drove to the school. So a lot more strict. But anyway, back back to my, my wife's yeah, 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 go uh, long story. So after high school, I just kind of stuck around. I, originally, I was going to go into the military, and uh, I had a lot of family shit going down. So I decided to put that on hold. I would go to college instead. I'm a college dropout. She stuck with me by that or through that, and uh, 
all the family drama that I've had over the last decade, which is a shit ton, she's been there the whole time. Her mm. family at first fucking hated me. Yeah. And I, I, I really don't even know why. I think it's just my attitude. Possibly. Prop, yeah. That was probably <laughs> just my attitude. I'm, I'm a very abrasive person, and uh, I like to talk a lot, but when I'm in an uncomfortable situation, I don't speak at all. Mm-hmm. So when you're around a bunch of people that don't normally talk anyway, it makes it that much worse because everyone is just staring at each other. Which makes me a lot more un- uncomfortable, and then you know my anxiety flares up, and then it's like, pass the potatoes. I hate you. You know, it's just anxiety-driven <laughs> outbursts. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But fast forward, like five years into it, we did, or yeah, five years into it, decided to get an apartment together, and I, I knew way back to your actual question that you asked me when did i know that i was going to marry her pretty much right out of the gate because she was out of all the girlfriends that i had in high school which were a lot she uh she didn't try and tell me what to do and she just let me let me kind of steer the ship yeah and uh never once has she ever treated me like a bank which is a big thing for me yeah I would gladly spend every last dime that I've ever made in my life on her. But I do not like people that expect it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Been there. I'm not a bank. Been there. I'm not a chauffeur. I'm not your bodyguard. Mm-hmm. I'm just a dude here to hang out and have a good time. So fast forward, you know, we had we got an apartment did the whole apartment thing that was miserable we actually split up, split up for a very short amount of time and then uh you know not even enough to be relevant and then i sought her back out asked her to forgive me for being an idiot and then uh then we got a rental house and then on valentine's day 2 years ago i asked her to marry me and then, pretty sure that day we made our child. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, fast forward nine months and we've got a kid. Uh, we got married this past May. Uh, or, and it was actually really cool. Planning a wedding is extremely fucking stressful. Yeah, I've been there. And uh, Didn't make it there, but no, I've no, no, no. been but, there. So you under, yeah, you understand. <laughs> it's very fucking stressful. And... Uh, she put up with my anxiety and all my stress. I, I am very organized. I have to have all my ducks in a row all the time or it freaks me the fuck out. Yeah. And uh, she put up, and, and she is the complete opposite. She's very last minute for everything, yeah. you know. So uh, um, we planned the wedding and the whole time I, I wanted to give her this big grand spectacle. And she's like, well, I don't want to get married in a church. She's very anti-religion. Really? Yep. So I was like, cool, whatever. We'll do it outside. But we got to do it in the spring. I want to get married in the spring. I'm not anti-religion, but I I don't want to have a religious wedding. I'm not religious, and I I don't believe in it. I was halfway raised Catholic, so if you've ever been to a Catholic wedding, it is like three minutes into the wedding you're committing, you're contemplating committing suicide. Yeah, I've been to a Catholic wedding. Yeah, so... um, (laughs) I get you. 
anyway, so we planned this whole thing out, and, you know, I, I wanted to have everything planned and paid for, so all we had to do is show up, and, you know, not everything always goes to plan. Um, Jesus Christ. Damn. You're getting blown up over there. But, uh, like an idiot, I didn't put that on silent. But, um, <laughs> so we go all the way through the wedding, and, you know, couples always do some kind of, like, binding ceremony. Mm-hmm. Where it's like the can they light a candle together, or they yeah pour the sand in the jar. My badass wife and I did a shot, nice to seal our wedding with with uh, my good friend Evan Mulvey, who was our ordained minister. Um, so she did a shot of Patron. You know, I did a shot of Jägermeister, like any young man raised in Germany would do. <laughs> but uh, and then and then we just went and had a good time. We're oh, yeah. raising a child now, living that dad life. Taxes. No, see, I know a lot of people that are terrified of getting married because it's you know it's this this title and as much as you and I don't claim it, we are millennials. And I, I mean, I, we're I, millennials. I, I, I will admit that I'm a millennial, but, but we don't like it because we're I, not retarded. <laughs> no, but. Uh, our generation has done so many things to, or so much shit to break down like walls that didn't necessarily need to be broken down. Like all of a sudden now there's this stigma about getting married and, and what mm-hmm. it does to you as a person. I'll tell you right now, getting married has changed nothing in my life. I believe that. Other than how I'm going to do my taxes on Saturday. Yep. That's it. Yep. It makes it, it actually has made my life easier. Now when I, go to the doctor, my wife can go pick up my prescription. So I don't have to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to be married. I, I can't wait to be married. I've, that's It's not, it's one thing like I've always wanted uh, e- even like growing up as a teenager. Like I never, I never wanted, I was never the type like, like you. <laughs> All these stories I've heard from you. Like I've never been one to uh, just go out and hook up. I've never been one to just uh, whore out, I guess. But like, I, I've always been like a one girl at a time type person, and or and if if I'm with a girl, like I'm with that person. Like, a, but I mean, it, it's kind of changed over the years. Now I'm more like, okay, I'm gonna talk to you, and if we fuck, we're gonna fuck. But as long as I'm just talking to you, and then we're gonna see where it goes. Right. But, um, well, we're getting old, Blaine. We are. And you know, like it's so, it's so weird because like all these things that I've experienced these last two or three years, uh, were things that I should have experienced in my early twenties or right out, right out of high school or even during high school. Yeah. And like, I'm even starting to go cause I will, I didn't have like a rebellious phase in high school. I'm starting to get rebellious. Like I'm starting to question authority. I'm starting to whenever someone. Oh, I've always been a dickhead. Whenever someone tells me I need to do something that I don't want to do, I I question it and I I stand up to it. Uh, you you might see it at work all the time. All the time. When, when Teresa, our team leader, tells us tells me to do something, I'm just like no. <laughs> well, I see me personally. I I've always had a problem with authority, and it's weird because I was raised in a military family. Mm-hmm. And I've always, as much as I've had a problem with authority, I've always loved that structure. And it's it goes back to why I said I like to have all my ducks in a row. I like to have a schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, all this weird shit that I rebel 
against, but I love at the same time. But uh, I got all that shit out when I was in. I got all that shit past me See, when I was I in didn't. high school. I was too focused on. Uh, I wanted to start my life. Yeah, I wanted to start a family. I wanted to get married, have kids, young, because I didn't want to be an old dad. Well, I my, didn't. Our my plan is to have all of my kids before I turn thirty. So there you go. Uh, and I told my wife not long ago, and and this just goes to show how strong she is because she puts up with this shit. But I said if if I if I don't have a boy by the third one, I'm going to start having illegitimates. <laughs> And and you know she she does the like slap on the arm like oh you, and I'm like I'm not kidding I'm gonna have illegitimate because my yeah. my dad's dad and I have traced our family all the way back to the beginning and I can't be the one that lets you know a thousand years of lineage die all right because of my inability to produce I'm, a certain chromosome I'm right there with you to an extent like I have to have a kid I have to have a kid. I had to have a son because, like, I'm uh, okay, and I, I don't, I only go back to my grandfather on my dad's side. Like, I'm, I'm not going to trace back the lineage. I, oh, I, we I'm, went all the way back because the there are other Tyner men who have produced grandchildren, offspring. offspring, male offspring. You know, there, there are people to continue the Tyner name, but I'm looking in terms of my grandfather's line. Right, like that's that's what's important to me. So my my grandma, my grandmother and grandfather had four boys. Out of those four boys, my dad is the only one that's produced a male son, me. <laughs> Hell yeah. So it's up to me. You're the prodigal son. I am. It's all on me to make. Yeah, same thing to for produce me. produce a son and keep it going, you know. Well, my mom's, my mom's family and my dad's family both only had one boy. Yeah. Like it, Boys run in my family. My dad had four boys. Or my dad is one of four boys. I am one of four boys. Hopefully it keeps going. Right. The only other the only other uh birth on my dad's side is my cousin Bryn, a chick. She's she's a girl. That's the only other cousin I have on front in terms of my grandpa's Wait, line. Did you just assume her gender? She's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw the opportunity I had to take. Oh, I it. get you. I get you. No, well, let's let's hear some let's hear some something about Miranda because I, I, I'll tell about Miranda. You, you talk about all this cool shit that Miranda does for you all the time, and you know when you introduced me to Miranda, which wasn't that long ago, I told you like I think the second time, like you need to marry this fucking girl, yeah, because you are as difficult of a person to put up with as I am. I can be. I'm, I'm no, very... see right here is exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> you are, you, it's not that you can be, it's that you are, we are who we are. <laughs> and she puts up with your shit. And that's not always a good thing, but in this case it is a good thing because Miranda is a badass person. Yes. So shout out to you, Miranda. Shout out to my wife, Skylar. You're both badass people and you're both super hot. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I met Miranda uh, <laughs> at, at, a at a point in my life. So, okay, a year ago, I was single. Living in a van down by the river. No. Okay. <laughs> a year, uh, see that tube over there? That yep. is literally a poster of Chris Farley like at on a river with a van behind him. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It? No, that is mine. I can't wait to put – I can't wait to frame it. And it anyway, anyway. So a year ago, a year ago, I was single. 
but from for two days i broke up with my then girlfriend two days before valentine's day okay bold strategy cotton let's see if it played off and it's funny because it's funny it's not funny uh she's great and all and you know it it just didn't work out It, it was one of those high school crushes i finally got a chance with it like it just it no it it's not that I finally got a chance with it it's just like it kind of just fell fell right. into my lap you know and like I tried it out and you know it just didn't work it didn't work uh so and I always joked around I said yep to uh, I, I'm gonna trade you in for a new model before Valentine's Day so I don't have to deal with Valentine's Day those well, are turn, turns out two days before Valentine's Day like I just had enough and I I had to end it um. So I decided, and I, I I wanted to end it, but I didn't want to end it before Valentine's Day because I didn't want to be a douchebag. But it just so happened to happen that way. No. And my the reason I wanted to end it was because like it just was it one I wasn't connecting to her. If it, you're not feeling it, you're not feeling. I wasn't it. attracted to her. Not that she's unattractive, but I just wasn't attracted to her. Uh, I it just I we were not clicking. And on top of that, I wanted to focus on myself. I wanted to learn more. I wanted that's that's when I decided I wanted to learn more about uh, mixing and producing music and whatnot. And I couldn't do any of that stuff because she demanded a lot of my time. Even when I was here, not with her, right? I had to be texting her constantly. And I, that and me, I'm an intro. When I'm at home, not in a social situation, I am an introvert. I feel you. Like I, when I am at home, I want to be left the fuck alone. Yep. And I could not get that. And it was draining the fuck out of me. It was stressing me the fuck out. And so I just ended it. So I spent the next, uh, from, okay. So I met Miranda in September. That was, this was February from February to September. I was single. Okay. Uh, may I, may I have tried to, uh, attempt some hookups? Yes. May, uh, I was talking to someone. You know her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking to someone. She lives in Florida, and that—that's like we talked. We talked very romantically, and uh, that kind of kept me from pursuing anything here. Okay, which in turn helped me stay single. It helped me continue it, to so, explore so, yourself. Yeah, it, it allowed me to explore who I was. It allowed me to have the fun I wanted to have. It allowed me to. <laughs> Uh, get the knowledge and learning and experience that I wanted to have. I mean, or at least as much as I could. And uh, so like having that, cause I was mentally getting that I'm with somebody, mm-hmm. but I wasn't with somebody. Right. So I didn't feel tied down. And on top of that, I was still getting that like, Oh, I'm loved type feeling. Right. Uh, so when it came time and, and I, I had, I had kind of given up on tender <laughs> and dating websites but i still had them right and i literally put on my tinder description that uh message me first because i'm tired of fucking messaging people and nobody messaging back or it just going nowhere so go ahead and message me first i'll respond nobody ever messaged me <laughs> nobody messaged me uh womp, womp. and finally i and you know i got to a point where i wasn't actually i was doing like tinder based off of looks you were doing the mass swipe right yes if if you look cute right like on site swipe right if you didn't buy yeah so i matched with miranda 
didn't I once again I all I did I saw a cute picture I swiped right uh I matched with her and before I could even get a chance to really like go check her out check check out more pictures see what her profile says she messages me <laughs> and so it begins and so we we talk very briefly and she adds me on Snapchat because I have my Snapchat in my description as well okay so we talk very briefly on there and like I'm I'm not really going for it but I'm not opposed to it uh i'm to me like in my head being casual yeah i'm being casual but also in my head i'm like well i have plans with this person down in florida she's coming up here i don't want to ruin that plan because i that's something that i want to experience uh and because she used to live up here Mm -hmm. and i never got that i i had always had a feeling feelings for her and so here she was coming back up here to visit me and I could finally maybe get some closure on that whole thing. Yeah. Um, and then, so I, I was kind of like, just kind of aloof with Miranda. And finally, like, like a week or two later, I just like, fuck it. I'll, I'll start talking to her more. So I started talking to her. Um, and then like that Friday, I was like, yeah, I'm not really doing anything. I might go out to the bar. I don't know. And then she's, she said, "Oh, well, I'm gonna go to the vault." And I was, wa- I was literally watching Wonder Woman. <laughs> it, ju- it had just come out on DVD or whatever, and I was watching Wonder Woman. And I was like, and she said she was like, "Yeah, I'm going to the vault with my friend." I'm like, I immediately, I, I, I had just gotten a pizza, I just started eating it, and I just like closed the box, turned off Wonder Woman, and went down to the vault. D- and I went down there. I didn't know if she was there already or not. So uh, I'm a lot. Of, I'm friends with a lot of the bartenders down there. So Every I, time I've been to the vault with you, we've ran into a shit ton of people that we both know. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I just go to the bar and I start talking to the bartenders. They're my friends. Whatever. Uh, meanwhile, and then I see uh, Miranda post a Snapchat story that she, from the vault. And I'm like, I, and I, I snapped her. I was like, I see me in the background. And... <laughs> Creepy as fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, was, well, hey, she knew I was coming. Hey, I'm lurking over here. She knew I was coming, and I knew she was going to be there. It's not. It's not that creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. Uh, so I go down, or I go over to the sidebar, kind of, you know, because meanwhile, like, I'm scoping out the whole area trying to find this girl. Like, yeah. So I go over talk to more people over there, and finally, I, I notice her, and I. Uh, so after a while of being there, I finally just walk over and I'm like, hey, I introduce myself and yeah. And then she's like, hey, I'm blind. Yeah. So I talk, I talk a little bit there and then I go and they're like, oh, hey, we're, we're going to go to the end zone. I'm like, oh, mother of God. Well, I'm, I'm just going to chill here. Uh, and then I start thinking, I'm like, you know what? The end zone's not far from my house. If anything, like I'll, I'll go there. Uh, I'll hang out a little bit. If I'm not feeling it, I'll just go home. So I go there. I really wasn't feeling it. I really wasn't feeling Miranda. The the end zone's kind of weird because it's either really a really really good time or it's a really really shitty time. Every time I've been in the last I don't like it. couple years, if you stay at the bar, it's not a bad time. If you go anywhere else, it's miserable. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so I'm not really feeling Miranda. I wasn't feeling her. I wasn't even really feeling her friend, but her friend seemed a lot sluttier. And I was like, well, if anything, I could at least take her friend home. Right. Uh, and then, so 
Miranda's over there, or like dancing with a bunch of people, friends and stuff that she knew. And then she eventually just comes over to me. She's like, because oh, she felt bad that she basically told me to or asked me to come there and hang out and, and she you were, wasn't. were you sitting at the bar moping no i wasn't moping i was just hanging out right and trying to decide if i was ready to leave or not but if i walked in as a stranger and just like scoped the bar and looked at you would you have been a guy that i said is moping no nah, i was mostly just hanging out on my phone trying to decide if i was gonna go home or not yeah i'm moping <laughs> I I was I, it wasn't really like a, a loss for me. I was like besides like I could I could just go back down to the vault and maybe my friends will be there. Right. Um or I could go home and continue watching Wonder Woman. I don't know. It was whatever. But so I stayed and she ended up talking to me and we ended up somehow ended up connecting over uh, a good Charlotte. Okay. She mentioned that she liked Good Charlotte, and I was like, I fucking love Good Charlotte. Like, that used to be like one of my favorite bands, and she's like, it's my favorite band. And uh, she requested a song, and they played it, and uh, we just kept talking a little bit. Like, did I still you dance the night away? No, she wanted to, but um, <laughs> <laughs> she, but she ended up like she drank like a lot of shots, and uh, she ended up getting like really drunk. And so bad. she got wasty pants. She got pretty wasted, and like I couldn't tell. She she was keeping it together pretty well, but um, I eventually I got to a point where I could tell she was kind of drunk, and I'm like, "Where do you live?" She's like, "Oh, I live here, in this town that's thirty minutes away." I'm like, "Okay, I don't normally do this. I'm not. I'm not, and I I mean nothing by. I am it. so not a raper." <laughs> uh, and I said, "I mean nothing by this. Like, I'm not trying to come on to you or anything, but you were really drunk." And I live five minutes away. I think it'd be a good idea if you just came home with me. I'm not going to do anything. Nothing's going to happen. I just want to make sure you're safe. So she's like, okay. So we came back here. We got in my bed. She got, she's like, went down to her underwear. And she's like, I'm just, I'm going to be comfortable. I hope you don't mind. I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) I'm like, I'm a guy. You're a girl. I don't give a shit. You can be under in your undies, whatever. So I pull up Deadpool. I, I just throw on Deadpool because she, she said she liked Deadpool. I'm like, fuck it. We'll watch Deadpool. And she ends up like in the – she ends up in this position like all night like just hunched over because mm. she is like miserable. She's like, I took too many shots. I took too many shots. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you did. So I'm like I'm, – I start rubbing her back. Like I, I, I'm like I got to do something to comfort her. That's just who I am. So not and that that was the rest of the night. <laughs> Woke up, she had to be back in back in town, back her hometown for her kids' soccer game at like noon or one or something like that. So uh, I took her back to her van. That was that. Later that night at Jerry Lee's, there was a show. Uh, I think Catalytic and a couple other bands were playing, but there was also free bowling. So I was like, and at, before that, I mean, I still wasn't feeling it with her. It's, it actually took me a minute to actually, like, you know, like, consider her. Uh, but I was like, hey, we're doing this tonight. Do you want to just come out? I was like, yeah, sure. So she came out. I got to, I got to hang out and talk to her more. Because um, I, I did enjoy the conversation I had originally with her. So I was like, oh, we'll just keep going. And then so there's that. And then she's I eventually, like, invited her over. She she wanted to watch The Crow. She That's, like, one of her favorite movies. And I had never seen it. So I was like, yeah, well, come over and watch The Crow. And so we hung out there, and we came. she came over hung out here. 
uh, I ended up holding her hand that night. Oh, oh yeah. If, you, if I some. were a Puritan, I would smite you. <laughs> we we held hands that night because we watched we watched like three movies. Uh, uh, it was this new, it, okay. So we watched The Crow. That was okay. It's a classic. It was okay. It's a cult classic. Yeah. It's not a very good movie, but no. it is a cult classic. It's whatever. Um, then we watched uh, Doctor Strange. Okay. And then we watched I can't remember what it's called. It's a it's an Adam Scott movie. It's the where he marries he marries this woman and her son is basically like literally the Antichrist. No idea what you're talking it's about. It's a Netflix movie. It's hilarious. Adam Scott. Adam Scott. He's from Parks and Rec. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Uh, and later that week, we went and saw uh, Simple Plan. Yeah, they, which they actually was show. originally supposed to be you and I's date. Yes. And you still could have came. That was going to be the first time that you and I were hanging out. And then mm-hmm. you told me at work, you're like, yeah, this Miranda girl is going to go. And then I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so I went there and, you know, by that point I was feeling it. I, I, I was really enjoying her. I want to see where it went. So during the concert, uh, we had our first kiss. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And we still, we still talked for a little while. Uh, it was, we talked for about a month before we actually officially got together. Before coitus. I wouldn't say a month before coitus. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say coitus. Ah, coitus is a fun word. It's relevant. So is cunnilingus and... Analingus. Analingus. <laughs> Salakian traffic cone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck is that? What? Oh... Oh shit! You should look it up after the stream because I don't I don't want to put Facebook through the Slovakian traffic cone. Look it up at your own risk. Okay, okay. So I got a question for you. Go ahead, lay it on me. Hit me, tube sock. You don't remember that? No. Remember the Skittles commercials when we were in high school? It's like an old man in his living room and he's sitting in his recliner chair eating Skittles, and it was like this when the Skittles sour first came out. Yeah. And this, he's like, hit me again, tube sock. And it's this giant tube sock, like, dragging its feet across the, the carpet. And then the guy sticks his tongue out, and the tube sock touches his tongue and shocks the <laughs> fuck out of him. I've kept that thing alive for almost a decade. Hell yeah. Uh, so, you and your wife. Go ahead. Do you guys have a song? I- <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I would, you know, my wife might get pissed because I don't really know the answer to this question, but I'm going to say no. And when we were in high school, or while she was still in high school, we had a, part of the reason I love my wife is she has the ability to listen to any music and enjoy it much, much like I do. And, you know, at the time I was listening to a lot of, uh, a day to remember and hell yeah. Breaking Bent, you know, all the all the good shit that I discovered in high school. You mm-hmm. know, I, I would pick her up and take her to school every day and I'd have Pantera on or you know, then, oh, the, hell yeah, then, man. then the next day the next day <laughs> I might have uh, a little bit of old country, you know, some Garth on and uh she just jammed out to it all and didn't really say anything. I, I was listening to rap a lot at the time mm-hmm. and uh Throughout all, I mean, I'm sure somewhere in there, there's a song that we both really digged. Mm-hmm. But I mean, our 
our first dance at our wedding was uh, some Elvis. Very nice. So I, I would say if we have a song, it's that one. Yeah. But there's there's been like throughout my relationships, there's been a couple relationships where the song just sticks out and it's been easy to pick it. And then there's been relationships where it's like there's either no song or like it's hard to figure it out. I mean, it's not it's not like a whole necessary thing. Like, right. It's just sometimes cool to have, you know. Yeah. Miranda, she was asking me like, she literally asked me the other day like, "What's our song?" And I'm like. And I had something planned for this show. Wait, and you're not taking your pants off, are no, you? No, not okay, taking my God. pants off. Not, maybe not. I don't know. All right. I haven't decided that yet. But no, I had something planned for this show, and I didn't really quite want to give it away for her. Uh, so like, I just didn't say nothing. I was like, yeah, I don't think we have a song yet. Like, I got something in mind, but like, and she's like, oh yeah, I'm like, eh, yeah, whatever. Um, and then she she suggested a song. I'm like, oh hell no. <laughs> oh hell no, man. Oh hell no, man. Uh, but no, like I remember early on, uh, I, I did the, the cutesy guy thing and like, it's been a long time since I've really done these sort of things with a girl. Uh, cause it, it's, it's been a long time since I've had a girl that's really been worth the time, you know? Uh, but I sent some lyrics to a song and she immediately, she, she responded and thought that I wrote those lyrics. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's from a song. Like I didn't write that. I just thought they kind of applied. And so, like, that that to me is our song. And it's uh, song number three. That's the name of it. Okay. By Stone Sour. It's a very, it's not, it's not an older song. It's, it's fairly new. It's at least a year old, somewhere in that range. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 I want to sing it for the podcast and for the live stream. And once again, my heart starts pounding just like it was at the very beginning because I'm like, ah. I'm performing live, kind of. Oh, God. In front of Tyler. <laughs> I'm and, here. And all of you guys, all three of you that Facebook says is watching. Uh, I have lyrics up because I'm not too familiar with the second verse. But uh, I just, yeah, I figured if, if anything, I'll, it'll be there just in case. But uh, we're going to go see them Sunday. We're going to see Which is cool. Stone Sour Sunday at the Egyptian Room in Indianapolis. Very excited to see them. I've seen them twice before, but they were in like, uh, I saw them up at Tenley Park for the first Uproar Festival. And then last year I saw them with Corn at, uh, it was Klipsch Wireless then, or Klipsch, yeah, it was Klipsch. There's still people that call it Deer Creek. I know. Uh, I call it Klipsch Creek Wireless. Uh, home Mortgage. Home Mortgage Center. <laughs> it's whatever. Oh my God, Miranda's been watching this whole time and she hasn't said nothing. My phone is about to die. Oh, and she's and she's not going to get to hear me sing our song, or what I consider our song. She she'll probably agree after this. She'll be like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." Moist, moist. Uh, Indianapolis, Mr. Tom Goley. We are in Lafayette, Indiana, about an hour north of Indianapolis. Yep. Anyways, this is song number three by Stone Sour. And this is going to be like, it's really weird because like, I don't have music backing me up. It's just me singing. But I could whatever. hum. <laughs> Do you know the song? No. <laughs> I know no. the song. I don't know the... Then you can fuck off, sir. All right. I say good day. <laughs> I say good day. No, no this is you. song number three. I always enjoy like just singing without music sometimes, but I, I kind of wish I had music because it'd help with the pacing, but whatever. Do you want me to play it real soft on my phone? <sighs> no. All right. 
I'm just gonna sit over here awkwardly. <laughs> and I'm just gonna I'll turn uh, my back if you want. Awkwardly sing. Uh nerves are kicking in. I kinda wish I would have gotten another beer. You can watch, Tyler. It's okay. I'm trying to help you. It's okay. Well the, the camera's still on me. Like that that's not gonna help me. <laughs> you could just turn your back to it too. Uh anyway, so this is song number three by Stone Sour. This is my opinion, Miranda and I's song. I love you, Miranda. This is our song. <laughs> if you take a step towards me, you will take my breath away. So I'll keep you close and keep my secrets safe. No one else has ever loved me. No one else has ever tried. Never understood how much I could take. Then I saw the worst was over When I laid my eyes on you It was all that I could do To know my fate <laughs> I fucked up a lyric, Tyler. That's alright. To know my place Out of all the vast illusions Out of all the dreams come true I was lost until I saw your face and if I cried out for more, if you reached out for me, I would run into the storm. Just to keep you here with me, I have gone beyond my years. I've wasted half my life, but I found it all on you. Did I save you? Cause I know you saved me too. Now the second verse, which I'm not super familiar with. Where is it? Okay. This is weird. This is not how I planned this at all. <laughs> okay. Let me take a step towards you. Let me feel you in my hands. Let me cross this line and show you where it leads. There's a darkness down inside me that I know we'll both enjoy And it's screaming from within to set it free I have left this bloody nightmare in my wakeboard out of time And I won this deviation by design Out of all the past confusion, out of all the common spite just tell me I am yours, cause you are mine And if you cried out for more, if you reached out for me I would run into the storm, just to keep you here with me I have gone beyond my years, I've wasted half my life But I found it all on you did I save you? Cause I know you saved me too. It doesn't really matter what you do or say. I'm never going anywhere anyway. Cause when I'm dying for you, I've never felt so alive. And if you cried out for more, if you reached out for me, I would run into the storm just to keep you here with me. I have gone beyond my years I've wasted half my life But I found it all on you Did I save you? Cause I know you saved me too Yep, that's it. Hell yeah. <sighs>
the nerves made me sing kind of improperly, so my voice is kind of hoarse now. You sound beautiful. Why, thank you. Uh, yeah, I so originally when I had planned on uh, asking Miranda to be my girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, my my plan was I was going to uh, start a live stream for Podcastrophe. Okay. You know, just sit and talk and chat with whoever. And um, this was also like really early on in Podcastrophe's early days. Uh, so I was going to do the live stream chat and all that. And while she was here and just be like, Hey Miranda, come in here and bring her in here and just sing that to her. Cause like at that point she had never heard the song. She had only read the lyrics that I sent her in the text. Mm-hmm. And I only sent her like the first verse in the chorus. Uh, so my plan was to sing it to her and then ask her to be my girlfriend live on podcast or feed Facebook. That never happened. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't do it that way. Really? Yep. Why's that? Because you should always do it in person. Well, I mean, she was going to be here. Oh, like, I thought you meant she was going to be watching. No, she was going to be in I'm, the other room while I now. did my thing, and then I'd be like, hey, come in here. And then she... Then you were going to do your thing. Yeah. But that didn't happen because I was too chicken shit, and then so... Oh, well, you are a bitch. Yeah. The other day, I hatched this plan. I like it. I'm glad you didn't tell me about it. I hatched this plan, and um, <coughs> I was, I was, I was going to tell you and be like, hey... If, Bring earplugs? No, I was going to be like, hey, if I start backing out, make sure I do it. Okay. Well, I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. So Because you did it all by yourself. I You're did a real it. boy now. Stop I'm picking real, at your arm. I'm not. I'm just... You're nervous picking at your arm. Fine. God, way to call me out. Jeez. Ah, like Grant. <laughs> I almost died just now. But yeah, so that was song number three. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Yeah, thanks for listening. He was a brave little guy. He, what? It's crazy uh, performing because I have zero issue getting in front of an audience on stage. I have zero issue with that. Karaoke, I get nervous as fuck. I couldn't Something well, like this. I get nervous as fuck. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're singing somebody else's stuff, so mm-hmm. it's like I got to do this justice. Yeah, and I got to not suck. But I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket, so it has not. I don't think it has anything to do with like the like the material I'm singing. I think it's just the fact that um, I guess karaoke. It's all on me. Like I don't have a band behind me. I'm not. I'm the. I'm the sole focus. Uh, with a band, like yeah, like here, it's just me. Well, I would imagine it helps to have the white noise in the background. It, it does. It does. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But, yeah. I could have went... <laughs> or I could have made, like, drum sounds. I appreciate sounds. it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Tom Goley, I appreciate all the... Uh, yeah. All the participation lot, in the comments Lots of today. comment participation from Mr. Tom Goley. Uh, I have no idea who you are. This is the first time I've seen you in my chat. But thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you for participating in, like, all these... All these comments, like... Wow, so many. Uh, yeah, we're actually running a lot longer than I thought we would. 20 minutes. Yeah, I thought we were only going to run about an hour. And that's... I, I figured we had one more thing to wrap up, and then oh, we would yeah. wrap it up. We have one more thing. Uh, I was asked by a coworker today to tell a story. Do you want to tell the story, or do you want me to tell the story? How uh, You can tell the story. Okay, I'll tell the story. You tell the story. So, so hold on. Before we do that... 
this this story involves uh, a co-worker's son. He is seven years old. I don't know his name. I don't either. But uh, this is him. Uh, enjoy. This is this is try to imagine this little child in this story. So our our good coworker came up to me today, very beginning of the day, and he's like laughing hysterically to himself, and I'm like, "What's up, man?" And he says, "So I was at the grocery store last night with my kid, and we're 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 looking at like candy and all this weird stuff." And he runs up to me with this huge ass Hershey's kiss, and the way he described it was like a Hershey's kiss the size of my head. Yes, this is a big fucking Hershey's kiss. Well, first of all, he led into this story by telling me, so my kid's teacher, like, he keeps complaining to me that she's like, he keeps, or she keeps picking on him and she's prejudiced towards him because he's Mexican and all this shit. And like, he's just, she's just not nice to him. She, he, he keeps complaining to her about, or complaining to me about He didn't it. tell me that until the end. He told me first. All right. So go ahead. So he, this guy's son runs up to him with this big ass Hershey's kiss. And he's like, Dad, can I get this? And he's like, at first he would just, you know, as a dad, you're like, no, you can't get that. It's a fucking, like, two-pound Hershey's Kiss. You can't have that. And he's like, Dad, I want to get it for my teacher. And he's (laughs) like, why would you want to get it for your teacher? You say she's racist and she picks on you and, you know, all this prejudice stuff. Why would you want to get a giant, like, Hershey's Kiss Valentine's thing for her? And he's like... Cause I want that bitch to get diabetes and die. <laughs> like and you just don't expect that. No, shit. Uh, well, especially not from a seven-year-old no, kid. No, not at all. That, yeah, you can't make nuts. that shit up. No, you can't. You really fucking can't. That's nuts. But we have an image to go along with this. Yeah, it, it's already up. Oh, it's. I didn't I, realize already, it's been up the whole time. I've already thrown it up. It's it's good to go. <laughs> so this is our uh, our young hero of the story. Mm-hmm. With a message to his teacher, I would imagine. <laughs> I hope she gets diabetes and dies. I hope she gets diabetes and like, dies. Like, that's fucking, wow. That's strong. That's that's something I would say. Something we would say. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, that's the story. Uh, he wanted us to tell that, and I was very happy to oblige. Hell yeah. Uh, it, it makes it even better that we've got the image. Oh, definitely. He wanted, so, he wanted to make sure we had the image. He, for, he sent it to me so we for, could put For it the up. people listening... That don't get to see this image. It is a young Hispanic boy flipping off the camera mm-hmm. with this very exasperated look on his face. Yes. And it is glorious. <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. But yeah. Um, so, are there any final thoughts you have? Uh, yeah. Before we do the plugs and fully wrap up, I just want to shout out again to Skylar and Miranda for not everything that they have done for us in the past and continue to do for us, but for putting up with this podcasting life that we're, this journey that we're going down because, uh, it's definitely not family friendly a lot of times and we have to do shit late at night and take time out of our days yeah. to do this this fun thing that we like to do and uh you two get a gold star for being badass definitely and putting and, up and with it. well not not putting up for it 
or not putting up with it, but supporting it. Yeah, Miranda's definitely put up with it because like there's been a couple times like we went up to Chicago and I did a podcast with uh and I did an episode of podcast review with my friends Matt and mm-hmm. Felipe and we were up there to see uh the the Christmas, Christmas lights and stuff and we didn't get to cuz ran a little long on that. We ran a little long uh the night before. It, it was just we 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 spent a lot of time podcasting doing things i wanted to do and we didn't get to do the things that she wanted to do right uh had it not been so blistering cold well you were in chicago yeah december yeah and that's yeah i should i knew i knew but like it was just blistering cold like we could have if it wasn't so blistering cold i would have been like hey guys because we were walking around hopping bars and um i just got to a point where i was like super tired and i didn't want to be in the cold and I I said, all right, we're we're going home. Had it been, not been that that cold or that windy, it's the windy city, so it would have always been that windy. Right. But I just I was like I, I would have been like, hey guys, go on home. We'll get an Uber. We're gonna go check out the lights. But it was fucking cold, and I didn't want to walk around Chicago anymore. Right. So we went home. She was pretty. She was pretty upset. It's like the first time I've actually seen her upset and upset about did like, she beat the shit out of you and upset because of me no she didn't beat the she shit should out have. of me she should have yes but yeah and I felt bummed about that and I still owe her for it so I will make it up for her, make it up to her but yeah that she puts up with it and on top of that she is super supportive of it um she's great I love her she's loving my life I'll, I'll admit it say it hell yeah Oh, hell yeah, man. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I've got to say. That's all I've got to say. So um, for those watching and listening, um, if you haven't already, please, you can get Podcastrophy by subscribing to Journey Into Comics on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, plus more. There's more out there. I don't know what they are, but those are the main ones that we do. Uh, if you subscribe to Journey Into Comics, you get Podcastrophy. You get journey into comics you get journey into wrestling voice of survival butt stuff the poor of poor bruise with dudes did literature I say literature did i say journey into wrestling already no uh, journey into wrestling we are so bad at plugs oh my god i know because there's so many we have so many shows that's why i said we need to do them at the beginning we do we will uh and then uh separately on a different feed you have the game addicts podcast still part of the journey into comics network but it's doing all, their own awesome they're, thing. They're on their own. They're on their own thing. So subscribe to Journey into or Game Addicts podcast if you're into video games. They're great. We we've done some stuff with them. Um, but yeah, uh, we have a Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/Journey into Comics. Uh, for one dollar, you get early access to all of the shows as soon as they are edited and ready to go. Uh, for three dollars, you get bonus content. And right now, we are doing. The Road to Infinity War. Every week, or every, yeah, every week, right? Every week. Every week, uh, in order, we are doing a review of uh, a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie in order up until Infinity War. So uh, this week, I think today dropped uh, Iron, Iron Man, Man 3. 3. Uh, Tyler and I, and any other guests that may join us, we are going to uh, do. Uh, we're guardians of the galaxy and doctor strange correct so coming up here pretty soon we have guardians of the galaxy so uh if you if you want to listen to that uh pledge three dollars to our patreon and you get to hear me and tyler talk about guardians of the galaxy and on top of that all the other hosts of the network talk about their respective 
movies that they got and other cool shit yeah and plus more there's not that's not the only bonus content that's up it's not the only bonus content we're going to have there's going to be more please it helps us out it, it allows us it, it gives it pays for hosting it pays for uh possible trips to from because the net whole network isn't all based in lafayette some of us some of us are up north about two hours away so it, it helps get gas down to drive down here it helps get gas for us to drive up there uh helps us get to sh- things like comic-con and gen con and all the cons uh so we have we have a a, a big list of stuff that we want to check oh, yeah. out um not just as a network but blaine and i specifically with podcastrophy and one dollar uh one dollar a month would uh go towards helping us give you guys some really cool content oh yeah definitely uh, and, and like I said, that's completely optional. Either way, you're going to get Podcastrophy for free every Thursday on all of the uh, podcasting platforms like Stitcher Radio, Podbean, our home-based Podbean, iTunes, Spotify. You're going to get Podcastrophy every Thursday. And we are live on Facebook, hopefully some other um, media here soon, every Wednesday, generally around 6 p.m., so Indiana time. So uh, join us every Wednesday. We're also uh, getting our feet wet with the Twitch streaming yep. stuff. Uh, Tuesdays are our tentative dates for those. Check us out at Podcastrophy on Twitch and Finnegan underscore McNasty. Right now we're doing a lot of Monster Hunter stuff. Yep. Um, we've both put like 80 hours plus into Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of consumed our life. Um, but check out our streams. You get to see cool stuff from two different angles. And uh, I was telling you the other day, like my new gimmick. Since I'm since I'm not a chick and I don't have giant tits, um, my gimmick to be a, a slutty Twitch streamer is I'm just gonna spread my legs really wide while wearing uh, gym shorts and or boxer briefs. You need to and do like the classic like nut huggers, like an old gym teacher would wear. I can do that. Hell yeah, I can do that. Yeah. So uh, if you want to watch. Uh, me play Monster Hunter in my boxers, uh, spreading my legs quite wide, um, and occasionally touching my junk. Uh, I'm mean, not in a sexual way, but just in like a fidgety, like, up. Oh, I gotta check, I gotta touch my junk real quick type way. Um, yeah, hit up Podcastrophy on Twitch. <laughs> 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 I am so not a raper. Uh, I am so not a raper. But uh, is that is that all you got, Tyler? That's all I got. That's all I've got. Um, Remember, folks, um, this is Podcast. If you check us out every Wednesday on Facebook Live at 6 p.m. generally and every Thursday on all the podcasting platforms like so, like Spotify and Podbean and iTunes. Uh, if that is all, that is all. Thank you guys so much for listening. So, thank you so much for watching. Um, please make every day a big dick day. Heritage. Bye, guys.